Welcome to the Awaken to Empower podcast, the show for heart-centered entrepreneurs who wish to fully step into their power and make a bigger impact in this world. If you're ready to awaken to and embrace who you are and step into your purpose so you too can manifest the business and life that you desire, then you have come to the right place. I'm your host, Kay Sanders, Transformation Success Coach and Akashic Record Guide, here to support amazing entrepreneurs like you on their journey of awakening to who they are, of stepping into their power as they start living their life on purpose, of making the impact that they are here to make, and creating a successful and thriving business that is in complete alignment with who they are. Now allow me to be your guide that shines light onto the path that is in front of you so you too can move forward, empowered, and confident as you make the difference that you are here to make. Are you ready for that? Hey there, welcome back to another episode. Super excited that you're tuning in again. Now in today's episode, I want to touch on growing through your shadow self. I really want to talk a little bit more about that because, you know, a lot has been coming up for a lot of people like myself included. And have you ever thought that more is possible to what is what you can do, what you're here to do? Maybe have you felt that inner stirring that there's a part of you that you haven't quite discovered and right now it's like you're, you're feeling like that push that now it's time that maybe you're even feeling like something is about to change, something is about to, uh, to happen. Well, when you work with the shadow self, it can really help you on your awakening journey. So in today's episode, I want to talk a little bit more about how you can actually work with the shadow self uh, so you can really grow. I also want to share a powerful process with you to really start that shadow self work because I truly believe, I mean, sh- the shadow self is not like the ego, right? But it's it's a part of who you are to help you grow if you allow it. So I did an episode recently about shadow work and the shadow can really be your greatest teacher if you allow it. So, which is why I want to do an episode about how you can really use the sh- your shadow self, that part of you that wants you to grow to really help you on your awakening journey. Because, you know, especially now, so many people are really looking for their purpose of greater meaning in life. I mean, with everything going on, you know, there's a lot of inner stirring happening actually on a collective level. Like I've had so many people reaching out to me just for a, a life purpose reading because they want to find out what am I here to do? Who am I at soul level on those type of things? So there's a lot of stirring going on, but there's also part of us that needs to awaken. So the shadow self can really help you on your awakening journey because in order to awaken, in order to awaken to the part of who you are, your divine self, that next level of who you are meant to become, you must break through a whole lot of illusions, a whole lot of densities, blocks, you know, doubt, fear, you name it, because all of that keeps you asleep. It keeps you stuck. It keeps you from awakening because you can't be awake, you know, really awakening to your true to the truth of who you are, but still hold on to the 3D way of being. Because when you are living in illusions and lies and and lack and limitation, all of those things, that's not your true being. That is not the truth of who you are because you are divine. You are an unlimited being. But 
that's why the shadow work is so important because you got to let go of that 3D way of being so you can see more clearly. And that also requires you to learn to trust, to believe, and most of all, to surrender. And that's really a big, big challenge for many. But basically, you got to embrace the 5D way of being. Now, on a 5D, it's like you're really more in sync with who you are. You have surpass that, you know, being in lack of limitation and, and those type of things. So you really have embraced that 5D way of being. And the shadow, doing the shadow work is really helping you to rediscover the truth of who you are beneath all that old programming that, well, I mean, we all grow up in lim lack and limitation, right? I mean, society teaches us that it's you got to work really hard to make money. Uh, you can't do what you love. You got to go get a job, go, go to college and get a job, do the regular thing, right? We, we, we've been programmed with so much lack and limitation. And in order for you to really rediscover the truth of who you are, like I said, you've got to break through all of that. You have to find yourself beneath all that old programming, the habits that you have been kind of living with, you know, all your life, also beliefs that you've had all your life. And also a lot of the experiences that taught you things that are holding you back. You know, it's, it's the experience that taught you maybe to believe in lack and limitation, those type of things. And all of that, that old program, all that old programming really keeps you limited. It keeps you in lack. And most of all, it keeps you disconnected from the truth of who you are. And shadow work is really the catalyst of awakening. It's the driving force behind uncovering who you are, realizing that, hey, there's more to who I am, that I am capable of creating the life that I want. It doesn't have to be hard, right? It's really that driving force behind it. So you realize that the old way of being no longer is in alignment with who you are meant to be, with who you already are deep within. So shadow work is really the catalyst of change, the catalyst of inner, of that inner journey, of that inner awakening. So it's really powerful work. And like I said, a lot has been stirring lately with everything that's been going on. We all have been activated. Now I did an episode a little while ago about the empath's great awakening and Orion shares a powerful message about how right now, a lot of old paradigms are being dismantled because the old way of being no longer works. I mean, if you're looking around at everything, right? Society, uh, you know, politics, I mean, you name it, everything, it doesn't work anymore. And also, if you're a spiritual entrepreneur, a heart-centered entrepreneur, you may also have realized all the stuff that has been taught by all these experts doesn't really feel in alignment with you. It doesn't work the way it used to work, or maybe it doesn't work for you because maybe you're realizing that this is not how you want to go about growing your business, right? Maybe you do desire to grow your business the heart-centered way or go about life the heart-centered way. But well, in order to do that, you have to break through a lot of that old program that you've been taught. I mean, just going back to the entrepreneurial world, I mean, you hear all these experts talk about their system, their strategy, their formula, and all of those different things. But you see, the thing is, that's cookie cutter approach. 
it's not individualized that works for every person. Yes, it works for a lot of people, maybe, but it doesn't mean that it's going to work the same way for you. Maybe there are parts about that strategy that simply does not resonate with you. I've had that many times. I spent tons of money on different courses and programs and whatnot, trying to learn how to, you know, do certain things and whatnot. But there was there were parts about that strategy that just didn't resonate with me. Right? I mean, you hear about experts talking about you got to be on social media, you got to have online presence, you got to do all these different things. But then when you're forcing yourself to do that, it just doesn't give you that, it doesn't feel right, right? So all that inner stirring is really an indicator that you are ready to awaken. And when you allow yourself to become an ally with your shadow self, when you really befriend yourself with your shadow self and allow it to help you, it's going to be so beneficial because it is really that catalyst for that inner growth, that inner change, that inner awakening. And the way your shadow self really helps you is, and I get it, shadow work can be painful, but it's only painful because often we resist, right? Because I mean, who likes to look at all the stuff, all the gunk, right? That's, that's, that's kind of beneath the surface. I mean, who likes to look at that? Who likes to realize that, oh shoot, you know, I created it in my life. You know, I'm responsible for that. I had these thoughts that created that, th- that situation in my life. Who likes to look at that? Or even who likes to look at past experience that are still kind of painful, right? Maybe you've gone through a really bad divorce. Maybe you've, you know, had so many disappointments when you were growing up or even as an adult. Maybe you've gotten way too many no's from potential clients and all of those different things. So, you know, it's it's hard to look at why we created those things because I truly believe, and that was a hard pill for me to swallow as well when I was taught that, and I don't remember who taught me, I think I read it in a book or it was my coach who told me, but you know, they said that everything that's happening outside of you, it's happening, it's coming from within. So you're sending it out. So you are responsible for everything that happened in your life, the good, the bad, the ugly. And when I first heard it, I'm like, "Eh, no, why did, why would I do that to myself? Right? But it's true. And when you allow yourself to really dig deep and allow yourself to uncover the limitation, the lack, the doubt, the fear, and all of those different things, like really doing that shadow work, it is so beneficial. But like I said, it's not always easy. And it's also, it can be painful because oftentimes we're just in resistance and we just don't want to look at it. But even though the shadow work can be painful, it is a vital part for you to awaken. And it also helps you grow tremendously. Now, like I mentioned earlier, the shadow self, it is part of who you are. It is part of you. It's like the yin to the yang, light to the dark. It's the opposite of your higher self, your divine self. And it's been with you through all your lifetimes. It's not like ego, right? Like ego is your mind. That's like your human part, right? It's, it's, it's your mind and your ego is trying to keep you in limitation because it's afraid, right? But you see the shadow self, it's different. Yes. It also brings up a lot of stuff that may cause you to be in fear or whatnot, but the shadow brings up certain things to your, to your awareness so you can let it go. It's really your ally in your growth. It wants you to grow. It doesn't want to hold you back. It's like, 
Think of it like that. Your your ego is like, no, don't do this. Uh uh-uh, oh, we don't want that. That's scary. We do not want to do it. Let's just put that aside. We don't want to deal with that, right? Just stuff it in in a box and put it aside. We don't want to look at it. We don't want to think about it. We don't want to deal with it. It's just we just push it aside. That's your ego. But when things come up for you that in your shadow self, it's like, hey, pay attention here. That feeling that you're having right now, that fear, that 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 inner stirring or whatnot, it's not to be put aside, but hey, take a look at that. Pay attention. This needs some clearing. This needs some healing. So your shadow self brings the stuff up so you can let it go. Because like I said, it wants you to grow. So... The shadow self can really be your greatest teacher because it brings to awareness what requires healing, releasing, letting go, reprogramming, you know, change of perception or whatnot. It helps you realize what is coming up. So I truly believe everything that's coming up to our awareness, it's not to be pushed aside. It's actually coming up for a reason. It's coming up to be released, to be looked at, but from a detached kind of point of view, it's like, okay, I'm feeling this. What's going on here? Like really becoming aware that something is coming up. Like I said, when it comes with the ego, usually it's like, okay, let's not look at it. Let's just put it aside. But you see, the thing is, even though your shadow self can be your greatest teacher, you've got to be open to its teachings, to its guidance. Just like you have to be open to the guidance from your higher self. It's the same thing. Like I said, the shadow self is like the opposite of your higher self. Your higher self gives you the higher guidance, right? It helps you stay in alignment with who you are. And then the shadow self helps you get into alignment. It helps you rediscover that higher self, that higher part of you. Because you got to let go of all the stuff first to connect with your higher self, to be open and, you know, open and in alignment with your higher self. Like I said, you've also got to learn how to trust, let go and surrender. And your shadow self helps you do that so you can become in alignment with your higher self. And like I said, your shadow self has been with you all your lifetimes. Not just life, not just all your life, but all lifetimes. It's been helping you. It's been guiding you. It's been supporting you. Maybe in past lifetimes, you just didn't even know about your shadow self. Maybe you weren't open to realizing it. Maybe no one even has taught you that. But your shadow self has been with you all through all lifetimes. Like I said, it's the yin to the yang. There has to be duality to everything. So there's a part of you that's more in the shadow side. And there's that light side of you, that your higher self. So both need to be combined. And then you can really grow tremendously. And when you choose to awaken, when you're really at the point like, okay, I'm ready now. And it's usually not something that you think like, okay, I'm ready now. Usually it's just that inner shift that, you know, you just know, okay, I'm, I'm ready for that next part, the step for that next journey. And when you're ready within, your shadow self will come forth to assist you. It will help you through bringing up what requires your the healing, the releasing, so you can awaken. So whenever you are ready within, like really when deep down within, you make that choice. And most often it's not something that you do consciously, but your soul is like, okay, it's time to awaken. That's usually when you then also kickstart that shadow self to come forth to really assist you or you become more aware of it 
because your shadow self is always there, always helping you, supporting you, but you may are not aware. But when you're really choosing that now is the time, your shadow self will really be, it can be your greatest teacher. So now I want to share with you a process that can help you work with your shadow self. Now for this, um, get a pen and paper, or you can use your journal. And what you want to do is you want to go somewhere where you're undisturbed, where you can really tune in because you want to really get centered, maybe even play some meditation music so you can really ground yourself, get centered and put aside anything that doesn't need to be here, any stress, any worry, just put that aside, but really take that time for yourself, gift yourself that time to go within. And then what you want to do is ideally start with one area of your life that you want to improve on. This can be your money for situation, your business growth. It can be about relationship. It can be about your health, whatever. Ideally start with one area. I mean, you can repeat this process for any area of your life, but ideally so you don't get overwhelmed because focusing on all kinds of different areas may be a lot. So hone in. Think of one area in your life. What is the one area in your life that you would love to improve at this time that you want to work on? And then ideally you want to get three pieces of paper. So that's why, I mean, if you maybe just get a paper, paper instead of a journal, maybe better, but, or maybe multiple pages of papers because you may be writing a lot, but basically you will need three stacks of papers to write on. Now the first one, what you want to do is the first paper, you want to write all the things that you don't like about your life, about yourself, about the situation, and maybe people in your life, your work, whatever it is about that area that you want to focus on, right? Whatever that area is that you want to change. Like I said, it's ideal to start with one area, but really write down what is it that you don't like? So let's say, let's go with financial, right? Cause I mean, a lot of people they're struggling financially. And I mean, that's usually what people come to me most is about the money and abundance and those type of things. So let's say you're really not making a whole lot of money through your business and you really want to change that. Now, what you want to do is write all the things you don't like. Maybe you keep attracting people that are not willing, able or ready to pay you. Maybe they don't value you. Maybe you don't even get a whole lot of people that come to you. Maybe you have money coming in and right away you get, you know, you get hit with some bills that the money is already gone before you even had a time to think about, Oh, what could I spend it on? And maybe even your, your spouse is not very supportive. Maybe they don't value what you do and they say, get a real job, those type of things. Um, also think about how do you feel about everything? So whatever it is that you don't like, write that down as it relates to money. What is it that you don't like? Maybe you don't like that. You only making a few hundred dollars each month, whereas you would love to have, you know, thousand dollars a month, write down whatever you don't like, like I said, about yourself, about life, situation, people, you know, the work that you're doing, anything as it relates to that one area of that you want to focus on. So, when you write that down and you want to take time. So this is not something you want to rush through, but really take time and think, what don't I like? What don't I like? And when you're, when you think you're done, ask again, is there anything else? What don't I like? What don't I like? And really stay in that, in that discovery energy, like really allow yourself to discover whatever is that you don't like and go deeper. That's why this is not something you want to rush. But sit with this question, what don't I like about my life, about this situation? 
and dig as deep as you can because whatever comes to mind first that's just the above the surface kind of stuff that's not what you want you want to go below the surface that's where the that's the root cause of it that's the root feeling that you're having the above the surface that's just you know like i said it's above the surface when you clear that it's not really making that big of an impact because you want to get to the root so write down anything that you don't like then when you feel complete with that one step get the next stack of stack of paper like i said i mean you could be writing on multiple pages here perfectly fine write down as much as you can this is so important because the more you uncover the more you will be able to release the more the quicker you will be able to move forward so like i said take the time so going back to the second paper, what you want to do is then you want to write down all the things that you rem remember growing up as it relates to that, to that area of your life that you want to focus on. So well, if we're focusing on money, you want to write down anything that is still kind of painful as you're going back and thinking about what did you experience growing up, anything. You want to write down anything that's still kind of painful, that's still upsetting, anything that still holds some negative charge. And what I mean with that, I mean, if you still remember something and you feel somewhat of a dis discomfort, it can be tiny discomfort. You may even think it's, it's very small, it's very insignificant, write it down. Because if you can still remember it, if there's still one tiny little bit of emotion attached to that, it, it is something that needs clearing and healing. So write it down. So going back to, you know, the, the topic on money, right? So you may want to think about any area of your life as you were growing up. So a, a good example, you know, just so you understand what, what, I, what I mean with it. As a child, I, uh, I had an uncle and he was rather wealthy. I mean, he was de definitely upper class and we always went to visit him and he was always working. He only just came, you know, to, we sat down, we had coffee, but then he went back to his, his office. So we just spent a lot of time with his wife, my aunt, but he really just kind of, you know, peeked his head in from time to time and then sat down for a little bit, talked a little bit, but then he had to go back to the office. And the thing that I learned as a child was that in order to be you know, in order to be wealthy, you got to work a lot. You won't be able to spend much time with your family. And also my aunt, she was kind of like, she was a little snobby. She was looking down on us because the money that my uncle was making, right? So those things, whenever I thought about it, it was still upsetting to me because, you know, I learned that, well, you know, you got to work really hard. And when you're rich, you may become snobby. So you want to think about things like that. What have you learned as you were growing up, what are some experiences that you had around that that area that you're focusing on that still is somewhat upsetting? Like I said, even if you think it's insignificant, well, if you remember it, guess what? That's your shadow self coming up like, hey, this needs some, some of your attention. So write it down. It doesn't matter how insignificant it seems. It doesn't matter how much you thought that you've went, you've move past it, you've worked through that, it doesn't matter. If you're remembering it, write it down. Because since you are remembering it, there's still something attached to that. So you want to write it down. If you wouldn't remember it, then you wouldn't have to worry worry about it. So but if you are, if it does come into your mind, if you do remember it, write it down. Also here, 
Take your time. Think about like each year, the, you know, go as far back as you can. Maybe even as you were still, you know, a baby laying in the crib. There are certain things that I remember. And you, I know you probably say, well, I don't remember anything as I was a baby. Believe me, there's probably still something there that you remember. I know I've remembered a lot of things when I was still laying in the crib. So just allow yourself to dig deep. Allow yourself to uncover whatever it is that you may remember about money. Maybe your family, or sorry, not just about money, but whatever area that you focusing on. Maybe you heard your parents argue about something. Maybe, you know, you're, I don't know, you know, think about what do you remember and really take the time to write all that stuff down. Like I said, whatever comes to mind, write it down. Then when you feel complete with this, with this area, with this part about, you know, what you remember growing up, the next thing you want to do is take up the other stack of paper or another paper. And then on that separate paper, you want to list any habits, beliefs, fears, doubts that you have about that specific area. Now going back to the money situation. So let's say, uh, you, your habit could be when you get a bill in the mail, you have that, that, that inner flinch, like, ugh got another bill. I don't have the money yet. Oh my God. Let me just put it aside, right? That's a habit. You're reacting in a certain way to getting a bill. Or how do you feel about, let's say you're going out with friends and you know, in a, into a, okay, maybe not right now with the restaurant, but let's say you go, you have gone out with friends and they all of a sudden want to pay. How did you react to it? Did you like, Oh no, no, I got it. We just go French. We just, you know, split it evenly or whatnot. Or did you say, you know what? Thank you so much for that. Think about your habits as it relates to money or whatever area you're focusing on. Then also think about your beliefs. Let's say maybe you don't believe that you can really become successful, that you can't make a whole lot of money doing something that you love, that people may not want to pay you that much for the work that you're doing. Maybe you feel uh, you believe that you have to lower your price because you just started with your business, whatever it is. List your beliefs around that. Then also your fears. Well, what if I ask someone for money and they say no? What if they reject me? Things like that. What are your fears? Also, your fear could be well, the unknown of what's going to happen when I do make a lot of money. What's going to happen then? You know, the fear of the unknown, fear of being rejected, fear of... Uh, making a fool out of yourself, whatever it is, write down your fears, or maybe that you will let people down that you can't handle all that income that you that you want to make, or like I said, whatever area you're focusing on, write down your fears that you have right now. And also as it relates to, you know, having what is that you want, and then write down your doubts. I mean, do you really think you can do it? Do you think you're good enough? All of that. There's so much doubt often that we that we hold. So write it down. Write down any doubts that you have. Now, like I said, you know, this is for one area. You can always go back and do these three steps of writing down about what you don't like about an area, about, you know, what you remember growing up and your fears and habits and whatnot. You can do this about any area of your life later on. I mean, you know, it's ideal to always just focus on one area, but this is an amazing process you can do over and over and over again. Whenever you're realizing that there's something you don't like that you want to change, do this process. Very powerful. So like also here about your habits, beliefs, fears, and doubts, you want to take time as well 
to allow yourself to uncover anything and all that you that is ready to be released right now. Like I said, I truly believe that whatever comes to our awareness is ready to be released. So take the time. Also go beneath the surface. Don't just write down the first thing. I mean, you definitely want to write down anything that comes to mind, but don't just settle with the first things that pop up that come to mind, like really dig deeper. What else is there? What else is there? What other habits do I have? What other beliefs I have? What other fears? Whatever doubts. And maybe start, you know, do one at a time. Focus on the habits first and focus on the beliefs first and the fears and the doubts. Really go as deep as you can. And when you're done with that, when you have your three stacks of paper, or just maybe it's just three papers, whatever. I mean, you can have multiple pages. It can be only one. Now, ideally, if you only have one paper and maybe just a little bitty on there, I highly recommend go back, do some more. And this, all this doesn't have to be done, be done all in one sitting. I mean, ideally writing this stuff down may be the best. I mean, Ideally, doing it all in one sitting may be best because you're in the in the flow, but you can also take time and really write as much as you can. Because then when you're done with that, when you really feel, okay, I, I feel complete with all three of those papers, then what you want to do is take all three papers and then for each one, go through each of the items that you listed and you want to tune in and you ask them the question, what is the message here? What is the lesson here? And then write down your response. I mean, that you can do in your journal if you want to hold, keep, uh, hold on to it. But really ask those questions. So let's say you do feel that, let's say your spouse is not very supportive of you growing a successful business. Well, what's the message here? Where are you not supporting yourself? Maybe the message is really that maybe you haven't, uh, you haven't, made a decision to step into your power or whatever it is. It, it could be whatever, right? And then also, what is the lesson here? These two things, what's the message? Because everything that's happening, everything that happened holds a message. It holds a gift. It holds a lesson. So ask, what is the message? What's the lesson? And then write it down. And then you want to ask, and this process, you do one at a time. So you don't go, go through each of the items you listed and ask it. No, you do, you start with one. The first thing you wrote down, you ask, and that's the process that can take longer because depending on how much you've written down, you may feel a little exhausted after a little while. So this is something you can do on a longer period of time, like stretched out over a period of time. And you can always go back and add something to it. But ideally, the, the writing part, that part you may want to do all at once. Then the next step about the healing, the letting go and all that stuff, that you may spread out over time. So well, going back to that, so you have your first item that you listen. So you ask, what's the message? What's the lesson? And you write down the response. Then what you want to ask is, is this now ready to be released? And you want to really do that from, you know, within your heart. You really want to tune in. You want to get out of your head for that and ask, is this now ready to be released? Is this of truth even? Do I want to continue believing this? And then am I now willing, able, and ready to let that go? And be honest with yourself. Now, this is really deep inner work. And you want to be honest with yourself. If you get a yes, then great. You're ready to let it go. What you can do is imagine putting it into a balloon. 
whatever that feeling is, whatever that thing is you wrote down, put that into a balloon and really set the intention to release it into the light. Like having that symbolic kind of action that you're doing makes it easier for you to really let it go and really imagine letting it go into the releasing it into the white light or you can hand it over to your guides or whatever works for you but the point is you want to do something symbolic in your mind of letting it go now let's say you've gotten a no you're not quite willing able and ready to let it go you want to investigate why why are you not willing able and ready to let it go maybe you're willing but you're not really able maybe you're not even ready to do it so you really want to think about it. Why are you holding on to it? How is this still serving you? Because there may be, there's maybe something about this that is still serving you. Now I give you an example. You know, I've mentioned before is that like, I know my next thing, something is supposed to happen in the future where I'm meant to be is on stage, really giving workshops and those type of things, doing this public speaking. And I've known this for years. But I was not ready to let go of my fear of really public speaking like in front of people for quite some time because I didn't feel ready. But I've been taking actions. I've been working on at least doing talking, you know, my podcast. I had done videos in the past. So at least I'm working towards that. But you want to ask yourself, is whatever you've written down, how is this still serving you if you're not willing to let that go? Maybe you have gotten hurt so many times in the past when let's say maybe you've gone on dates or whatnot, or maybe you put yourself out there and you've gotten disappointed very badly. Maybe you're holding on to that because while holding on to that is still keeping you safe, right? So ask, how is this still serving you? And uncover what is really keeping you from releasing it. This is so important. And in here too, you can ask, what's the lesson here? What's the message? What's the gift? And you want to go as deep as possible or as deep as you need to, as is necessary to let it go. And it may, you may not even be ready to let it go right now. Maybe there is still some, a part of you that is not ready to let that go. Perfectly fine. Then you will let it go when you're ready to it. But you can also then do some healing. If you really say, you know what, I know I'm, I'm holding on to it, but I do want to let that go. I really do want to let it go. I just don't know how. You can do healing for, uh, for to do some healing around, like really tune into that feeling of whatever it was. Let's say you were disappointed really badly, like really focus on what you have written down and also that deeper meaning behind it, a deeper feeling, that deeper fear, whatever it is. And then use some ho'oponopono. All you got to do is tune within your heart, get out of your, out of your head, focus on that feeling that emotion that event or whatever it is that you that you written down and whatever is holding you back from releasing it and then just repeat the word repeat the ho'oponopono mantra i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you and you can also expand on i'm sorry for being held back by this whatever it is please forgive me for allowing myself to be held back by this fear by whatever and thank you for bringing this up to my awareness right now so i can choose to let it go and i'm i love you for being here for for me for supporting me in letting this go so you can expand on but just the basic i'm sorry please forgive me thank you i love you is so powerful and what you do is you just keep repeating it keep repeating it you can say it out loud or in your mind until you feel that inner shift 
that letting go, the feeling of letting go or whatnot, whatever it is, but you, you will know when you've, when that shift has occurred, just keep repeating it until you notice that. Or if you don't want to use Ho'oponopono, go to your toolbox, go find something that you can do for the healing. If you want to, you know, work with someone, you can do that too. Right. So if you work with a healer or a coach or a mentor, they can help you let that go as well. But if you want to do this on your own, Ho'oponopono is a powerful, powerful uh, way to do some clearing. Or like I said, whatever that you have that go to your toolbox. I'm pretty sure you have many tools already. But then once you've done the healing, then what you want to do is write down the new belief like next to if you have room, if not, you may want to do it on a sec another piece of paper, write down your new beliefs, the new habits, the new experience that you desire instead. I mean, this process is really so powerful and you can repeat this process as often as you like. But the key here is you want to dig deep to uncover, to heal, to release and to let go. This process alone that I just shared with you, as simple as it may sound, it is so powerful because it will help you awaken. It will help you discover the truth of who you are because it helps you look closer. It helps you see that maybe you've been living an illusion all your life. Maybe you've been believing in lies and lack and limitation, and now you're ready to let that go. But it takes that time that effort to really dig deep to go within to go on this inward journey like i said the spiritual awakening it's not something you do outside of you it's a deep within kind of journey you go inside you will do this inner journey of discovering of awakening and the more you can do this the more you can uncover you will realize how limited you have been how you allow your fears your doubt really hold you back and this is not to say to then to judge yourself like, oh, I'm so stupid for doing this. No. It gives you the strength to realize that you hold power because you can choose to course correct. Awareness is really a powerful thing. And this process will give you awareness of how you've been holding yourself back of how limited you have been, how you allowed life to happen all around you instead of you being in control, you standing in your power and you creating the life that you want on your terms. So I really want to invite you go through this process, do it. And even if you don't want to do it alone, if you want some help, if you would like my help in this, please reach out to me. I have a six month program. It's called the Awaken and Transform program. It's really where we focus a lot on that deep healing. We do a lot of that shadow work, but you're not alone in doing this work because I know I get it. It's sometimes hard to look at things and do it yourself because, well, let's face it. We don't always want to open up Pandora's box, right? So that's why it's important if you work with someone. And like I said, if you would like my help, if you would like to talk to me about my Awaken, to Tra Awaken and Transform program, please reach out to me. I will be there helping you through the shadow work. There's also going to be a lot of DNA activation. We're going to be using a lot of light language, higher guidance, and really 
uh, a lot of deep inner healing. So this program is very powerful. It's a transformational program that at the end of the six month, you are definitely not going to be the same person as you are at the beginning, as you are right now. So if that is something you're interested in, if you want to learn a little bit more about it, I put the link in the show notes so you can check out that program or you can go to my website and go on to work with me and then you will see Awaken and Transform. So take a look at that. If that really feels called to you, if if I just sparked your interest about it, check it out, take a look at it. And if you want to speak with me, if you want to talk a little bit more about that program or how it will work, also if it's the right fit for for you, please reach out to me. You can email me info at ksanders.com or you can also go through my website. There's a, there's a message box there too and you can email me through there as well. We just set up a time and talk and see if this is the right fit for you. But I really hope that I was able to inspire you today in this episode to allow your shadow self to help you grow, to help to allow your shadow self to become your greatest ally in your spiritual awakening journey. Because if you allow your shadow self to really help you, it's going to be the best transformation journey that you're going on because you will uncover a lot. You will release a lot. You will learn how to live a heart-centered way of being without being held back by all these fears, the doubt and limitation, all of that. I mean, okay, yes, there's always going to be something that comes up, but now you have a process that you can use over and over and over again to help you break through whatever is whatever it is that is holding you back whatever area of your life you want to change now you have a process that can help you do just that okay so thank you so much for being here for tuning in i'm so grateful that you're always listening and if you have any questions reach out to me also if you know of anyone that could really benefit from hearing this please share it with them. Please let them know about my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it because my goal is really, or my purpose is really to help people like you to really awaken to their strength within, to their power within, so they can really create the life on their terms, to really create more success, more abundance, more freedom, more whatever it is that they want. So like I said, if you know of anyone that's also on their spiritual journey, spiritual awakening journey, that's a heart-centered entrepreneur, I would greatly appreciate it. If you could just share it with them, let them know about my podcast, okay? So thank you again for tuning in. I will talk to you again in the next episode. Until then, make an amazingly abundant, successful day. Namaste. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Now, if you enjoyed what you have heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and also follow the show on your favorite listening platform just to make sure that you won't miss any upcoming episodes. And also, if you would like some extra motivation, guidance, or support to help you step into your power and finally manifest the amazing business and life that your heart desires, or if you would like to just get more information about this podcast, then visit me at ksanders.com and also feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or even Instagram. Now, I appreciate you so much for being here and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, have an amazingly abundant and successful day.